hey, and welcome to Insurance Town. I'm the Mayor Heath Sheeran and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super pumped. You have arrived. You're here. You have made it. You're in Insurance Town. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I got a good friend, Bobby Serifistoff. Serifistoff? I think that's how I pronounce it. Is coming into the show today. She is amazing. Uh, I connected with her on TikTok. As you guys know, I'm a big TikTok fan. Connected with her on TikTok, then found her on LinkedIn. We got all kinds of connected in each other's worlds. And uh, after we connected, I saw where she posted a video where she uh, was on stage at ITC. Super cool, man. And uh, she was leading a panel discussion and doing some cool stuff. So I wanted to bring her on today to hear about her journey there, what she's doing with her, her product and her program. And she's grown from scratch to 80 people in her in her building. Uh, she's uh, got a lot of staff. Uh, she's got some big contracts. She's got a lot going on with Benny Kiva, and I can't wait for you to hear about it. So before I get into that, I can't wait to talk to you about my incredible sponsors. These sponsors love you. They became a sponsor of this show so that they could connect with you. So please do me a favor. When you hear me talk about how to contact them or the websites to go to, go check them out. And if you have already connected with them because of the show, give me some feedback on that. Maybe, you know, post on my page next time. Hey, you know, I connected with Canopy Connect and they did a great job for me. Or I'm a now a smart choice agent because of this. Or, you know, I hired APP to do this consulting. Or I hired a VA from CoverDesk. Do all of those things. Hell, while I'm there, let's go ahead and talk about them. Smart choice. They are uh, the fastest growing agency network for a reason. And uh, that is because they uh, they do so many wonderful things. They help you by coming into your agency, whether you one contract or 10 or a million contracts, start from scratch or you've been around a long time. They come in and they don't want any ownership in your agency. They just want to share uh, in commissions. Um, and, and that's only off of the carriers they bring to the table, not your existing carriers. They don't want a piece of the pie. They don't want to sign some big long-term contract, have you locked in forever, you can't do anything. No, it's an unbelievable situation for you. You've got to go check it out. They help you lower your premium thresholds. They help you volume commitments. They help you to uh, get to profit sharing that much quicker. Dude, you got to check it out. Go to smartchoiceagents.com. Please go to smartchoiceagents.com, smartchoiceagents.com, smartchoiceagents.com. Check it out. Also, my good friends over at CoverDesk. I am super pumped uh, to have CoverDesk as they are the virtual assistant uh, company to work with. There's a lot of them popping up right now, but they are top notch. There's a lot of good ones out there. I'm not going to lie, but if you want the best and the best cover desk is where it's at. Uh, they can help you. They train uh, in our space. They help you to get them up to speed as quickly as possible. They spend like a whole like month rigorous training in our space, learning the systems that we work on, learning the language that we speak learning how to work inside of an agency just like yours go to coverdesk.com if you're looking to hire a new person uh, maybe look no further than a virtual assistant check it out coverdesk.com 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 also uh, if you're looking for a a great uh, consultant or just a bff in the space someone to bounce some ideas off agency performance partners they work with some of the biggest and the best and the baddest and the greatest and the the agencies out there just like yours to solve some of the industry's biggest challenges. And those are usually related around people. 
because that's the biggest investment for an agency owner is their people. So they want to help them by managing their time better, help them to sell more policies, to put more money in their pocket so those producers can be more successful. They want to help with retention. Let's keep that back door closed, right? Agency Performance Partners. Agencyperformancepartners.com. Agencyperformancepartners.com. Go to the website. Check it out. They've revamped their marketing. They revamped their website. It's phenomenal. I will talk to you really quickly about their uh, agency performance pack. It's kind of like a Netflix for insurance. Go check that out. It's $245 a month. It's a subscription model, $245 a month. And you have access to all of their virtual academies, their schools, their courses, everything they put out from their signature time management, retention, and sales, all the way to the newest courses they, re- they release every single month or quarter, I should say. Lastly, I can't wait to talk to you about my very first sponsor that came in and my longest running sponsor, my good friends, Robert, Tolga, my good friends, uh, Casey, uh, all of the guys and gals over at Canopy Connect, your one-click solution to getting all those deck pages you need to quote your prospects. You're going to want to hook up with them. Get that referral, like that unique URL for your agency. You can send out to your referral partners, to your clients, and you know what they do? Your clients click that link. They enter their information, log in, give you permission. And all of a sudden in your, um, in your dashboard becomes, uh, comes all of the, the policies. It comes the, the claims history. It comes all of the users, all of the drivers list, all of the stuff that you need to quote that prospect just off of one click. It's unbelievable. Use canopy.com backslash heat, get your demo. You're not going to want to miss that. Please, as I said again, reach out to those sponsors. They want to connect with you. Look for a demo. Bring them into one of your uh, agency meetings. Uh, Talk to them if you're a carrier. Reach out. Learn more about them so you can maybe offer them as part of your platform and maybe give as a a give back to the agency force. If you're an underwriter, learn more about that so you can speak to that. If you're a marketing rep, whatever it might be, Canopy Connect. Uh, cover desk, agency performance partners, smart choice, learn all you can about them. Now, let's uh, sit back and, and relax and let's check out this episode with my good friend Bobby Srivastov from Benny Kiva. Guys, I am out of breath from that intro. So I'm going to jump out of the way and I want you to check out this episode. Cue the intro music. <laughs> Bobby Srivastav. Yay, you got it right. <laughs> Woo, okay. That's a tough one. I've had a lot of tough names on my podcast, but Srivastav, that's fun. Okay, so tell me quickly the origin of Srivastav. <laughs> it's actually my husband's last name. Uh, he's Indian, uh, okay. Nepali. I'm Indian too, but I grew up here. I grew up in a small town called Sparta, North Carolina. So Okay, so I thought I caught a little bit of a Southern accent in there. <laughs> I think I've lost it, but yeah, it comes back. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so talk to me. You just got back from ITC, correct? Yes, it was insane. I think I've been posting uh, on yeah. social media about like our experience. Uh, this is our third time at yeah. ITC. We skipped 2020 because everybody skipped 2020, yeah. but we haven't skipped one uh, since 2018. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times and it's, so massive. There's no reason, I mean, why we should have ran into each other, but 
I mean, it's like a whole city block when you go into that trade fair hall. It's ridiculous. Um, yeah, and yeah. some of the best, you know, I, I think it's cool the way they do it. And you have the uh, the stage. You could get up on, like, uh, the product stage. And, like, I was telling somebody about it last year when I came back. It's like, they even have, like, their own, like, little cantina. Like, you go in and you buy some snacks and whatnot in case you get tired <laughs> and drop some breadcrumbs so you don't get lost. It's pretty cool. Yeah, this year uh, it was, uh, they had signage, really good signage. Yeah. Because the exhibit hall was so massive that you would get lost if you didn't have the signage on top, where in terms of where were you located. So even for me, I knew where my booth was, but I would like watch it to say, okay, I'm going on the right path. Dude, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So. I want to get into your journey a little bit and how you got into uh, Benakiva, um, right? Yes. Yes. And I want to make sure I'm pronouncing everything correct. Um, but beforehand, I want to hear your story. And I want my audience to hear your story from as far back as you want to go, high school or birth or college, <laughs> whatever, all the way up to where you are now. Hey, so I, I shared, like, I grew up in a small town called Sparta, North Carolina, um, I lived in India for a portion of my life from age five to age 10. And really, um, you know, when after high school, when I went into undergrad is when, you know, I always knew I was going to be in IT and marketing. So my family heritage, we're known from a lineage perspective to be business owners. So my uncle owns a store, my cousins own, own, own things, right? Like they own businesses. So when I ran into IT, everybody was like, well, you're kind of differing the path. Like you can go to school, like they encourage you to go to school, but you're not doing a business major. You're doing like IT and marketing. And I, you know, that was my calling, right? Like I, I liked building stuff with technology. So that's, you know, I enjoyed that piece of, of that, uh, of that journey. So I remember my first insurance experience, I was working at Nationwide during college. So my hometown had a Nationwide, I called them up to say, can I come intern there with the summer? So learned a lot of the more of the PNC, like property and casualty side of the agency, because they didn't really focus so much on life. But I was interning there. Then when I went to college, I was working uh, at another agency, but knew from the get go back when I was teen, early 20s said, yeah, insurance may not be the right field for me. I want to go do something else. So, but what was funny was the journey took me to insurance. <laughs> so it was like a big 360. So after, after undergrad, I moved to Winston, Salem, North Carolina. Yeah. And bit, worked at uh, companies like Aon, PepsiCo. I worked for a division of AIG called United Guarantee insurance but mortgage insurance a little bit yeah. different animal and then um and then really got the itch to when i was and then i moved to the center for creative leadership just because i wanted to experience a totally different element i was tired of being in corporate i wanted to experience the non nonprofit side of the 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 world and um i had a life event had a birth of my first child and got inundated by documents <laughs> I remember taking Savannah, who was two weeks old, to Kinko's because my disability provider 
wouldn't allow me to interact with them through email. Like I was like, let me send you an email form. I'm pretty tech savvy. I can figure this out. But they're like, no, we will only accept mail and and uh, fax. So I take Savannah to, and I'm like, there's got to wow. be a better way. Yeah. And so my husband and I started while my daughter was six months old, we started a company and it was a side hustle and we wanted to really take documents to the next level. So we sure. wanted to make data, data-based documents. So all the data that you collect from documents can be used in your processes, which led us through the journey of meeting Brent, who is in Iowa and Iowa, as you know, big insurance capital, yeah. another insurance capital. And my husband uh, was went to school at Drake, so we were visiting family. Had this MVP yeah. of a of our product, and said, "I'm going to go check this product out in the Iowa market because we were getting good traction in North Carolina." Sure. So we met Brent, and Brent uh, initially we knew that he had a startup. We just didn't know uh, he was a financial advisor. Had this uh, startup idea, so. When we first met him, he he basically said he was trying to sell us products and services because he's a financial advisor. Yeah. And we're like, no, we're interested in what you're trying to do in tech. And when he shared about the claims experience, it just hit home. Yeah. And we literally put our company, our first company on the side and said, we're going to go build this with Brent because the claims process was... we. It was just so much, right? Like we knew there was a lot of opportunity to optimization, look at different processes. I went through a disability process. I just bought life insurance. So the statistics that uh, Brent shared with us and his research, uh, there was a statistics he came across during his uh, uh, financial advisory uh, studies that 68% of claims go unclaimed for one reason or another. Are you serious? I, didn't I know was that. that same same reaction. Like, why why is that? So when you so we were like, yep, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. So that's when 2016 we started like really thinking about. Uh, we didn't have the name back then, Ben Kiva, but that's when the three founders started and really started to look at the claims process because Brent had experience firsthand on the claims journey. Plus we brought in a lot of the document side of the house knowledge and we just combined forces and, and really started to dig, dig deep. So 2018, 2017, I quit my job. 2018 is when we launched Benikiva uh, with three founders. And now we're up to 80 people in our company. Holy smokes. That's awesome. Yeah. And so we've grown quite a bit in the years. Yeah, our mission, I would say so. Yeah, our mission from day one is transforming claims from a claimant perspective, which in the life world is the beneficiary. And as we've moved into other lines like disability, it's the policyholder. So we want to make that claim experience a beautiful experience. And so right now it's strictly life and health. You haven't got anything in the property and casualty side. Pretty soon in property casualty. So, nice. so we right now it is okay. So, um, you know, when you go to the hospital for any reason or whatever, and you file health insurance, you know, stuff, and you got all that going on, there's a lot that has to be like who pays for what and what pays this. And 
Does insurance cover this point? And when does my deductible hit as opposed to what? How do I know? And is it my deductible and then my husband's deductible and the family deductible? How much? Is that what you're talking about solving? That's a lot. Yeah. So we're solving in the life space. We're solving for like life insurance annuities in the health side. We're solving for disability, long-term care. Eventually our path will take us to major medical, yeah. Okay, uh, but we're not, we, we're not there yet. You know, we're so, solving okay. for, yeah. So when I, in 2015, I had a major car accident and stuck me in a wheelchair for a long time. And um, if I wouldn't have had disability, and that taken care of, I, I don't know where I'd be. And, but even through that, that claims process is not the easiest thing, especially when you're in a wheelchair or you're unconscious for a while and you're in a coma for a little bit and you're like this or that. I can't imagine, you know, um, there's a lot of problems that you're solving. But luckily, you know, I had uh, someone that cared about me, took care of all that kind of stuff for me and had to make sure they called my uh, my employer to figure out my workers comp and figure out, you know, who had this and where is my policies. And it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And our goal is to make that easy because if we know that if we make it easy for you as the claimant, we've just made it easy for the claim staff because claim the, the, the big, big lesson that like a lot of people think when they hear the claims, claim, you know, claim side of the house, they think that the insurance carriers and the claim adjusters don't want to pay claims. That is not the truth. They want to make sure they're paying the right claims, right? And they want to, they will go above and beyond to help the claimant. We want to make it easy for them to adjudicate the claim, know how to work with the claimant. What are the needed requirements that are needed? We want to make it easy Because when we make that process easy, we serve you, the claimant, but we've also made a lot, we've just made the claim adjuster's life a lot easier. So they're not in 20 different systems trying to figure out how to pay a claim. So do you have contracts or anything with directly with carriers or? Yeah, we work strictly with carriers. We're B2B. Okay. So you work with carriers, but the end client is the claimant. Yeah. So what we're doing is when a carrier buzzword claims transformation, I use those buzzwords too in my social media. But when a a carrier says, I want to focus on claims and they want to look at that claims journey, we want them to look at Benikiva because we can help them streamline that claim process from a claim, from the intake all the way to payout, as well as how do we, if we can do this process right, a lot, as you know, you've been in the industry way longer than I have. Industry focuses on new business, distribution. How do I now, the latest has been, how do I reduce the lapse policies? Yeah. Oftentimes we don't focus on the claims, but if you can turn that claims into a great customer experience, you can have a pathway to revenue. So how great would it be that your beneficiary turns into a new policyholder because of a great experience that they just faced? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. Um, I think that's awesome. And so talk to me since you've gotten, I'm amazed. Like this is like a long time. I'm surprised it hadn't been done before. And I don't know what, if you have competition right now in this space with Betty. We have some legacy players that are competitors. Yeah. Right. But you know, as far as all the things that you guys can do, what's been the response overall once, you know, someone works with you, 
once they've gotten in from either side of the house on that, from the carrier side, or if you've heard anything from the, in the claimant side, what's been the response? So we've been getting very great response. So a couple of metrics is we, uh, for one of the carriers, because we were able to um, do that intake all digital and make yeah. it self-service, they're able to transact most of the uh, 27% of their business off hours. So nobody, you know, like eight to five operations. Now, if you've got folks that are wanting to submit information to you after business hours, we're meeting the claimant where they're at, right? They may not have time in their busy schedule to call and do this process, but if they can submit it electronically for this particular carrier, and this is a large carrier, 27% of that business happens after hours. So that's like one benefit. And of course, we can talk about claims process, the efficiency play that we've given them, you know, anywhere from 40 to 70% to the carrier. So the carriers love it. But when you talk about the end user, we have so many scenarios where because we're able to enter, because we're able to do business anywhere, anytime, any device, we have had claimants get notification of a claim payment that got approved at 10 o'clock at night because everything is real time. So think about the benefit. Think about how a claimant would feel that they've received a, a proactive communication from a carrier versus having to call and say, hey, I've, I need I need this. I need, you know, what is what's going on with my claim status? So we've seen reduction of phone calls because of an outcome of a Benikiva system being implemented. Uh, we have uh, anecdotes of how uh, they say they pretty much say this is super intuitive, super easy. Thank you for having it available. Yeah. So we've got some great testimonials that carriers share with us, right? Because we mainly work with insurance carriers, not with the end users. Sure. Um, so talk to me. Uh, can we walk through like what it looks like, how it works, you know, from yeah. you know, whichever perspective, from an end user, or from what perspective would I be asking you from? Again, this is all, I yeah. want to be organic, and I didn't know anything about the product going into it other than you were awesome. So tell me how it works. So, so imagine a, a claim can come in, and a claim can come in through a phone call or self-service. So if it's a self-service, like first notice of loss, FNOL. So our platform makes it easy for the users to do that FNOL process, all digital, all electronic. So when, when a first notice of loss comes in, we, we have the technology that an intake engine that allows us to consume that. Whether And what we want to do in that scenario is completely eliminate NIGO scenarios, which is not in good order scenarios for the carrier. So if I can get the data coming into the carrier clean, that reduces the friction, the issues that I have where I have to go back to the claimant asking for updated information because I didn't correct it. I didn't take it in correctly. <clears throat> so that's from a self-service intake. You know, they're completing the claim process. Oh, yeah. The user at that point is the carrier or the user is the, the claimant? The claimant. The okay. claimant is coming in, completing their first notice of loss, only inputting the needed information based on the data based on what my uh, what I need to collect from yeah, a carrier they, point of view. How do they know? 
Uh, is Benakiva an app or is it a, a portal that they log a in? Link on a, in this scenario, it's a link on the website, right? On whose website? On the carrier website. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so they could go into a carrier ABC you... and say file a claim. That experience can be Benakiva. Ah. So that's one so you're portion. Coming of... in and co okay, so you're coming and connecting with them. Yeah. And with their API, so to speak, and yeah. you're able to get on their website and do all of that. So you're an extension of XYZ We're, Carrier. Yeah. So we That's completely awesome. okay. white label so that they yeah. don't even know that it's Benikiva. It looks like their claim claim process. Gotcha. But that's just one portion of Benikiva's. Okay, so what's another portion? Give me another example. So once the claim comes in to the carrier, they have to look at the they have to look at the claim. They have to make sure that all the requirements are complete. Uh -huh. I need to have you submit AW9 because I'm going to send you proceeds. How do I tell, how do I do that digitally with you? He, you may come back and say, I don't want digital. I like my paper. So we want to meet the claimants where they're at. So offer digital when they want digital, but also have the ability to transact with them where they want which is through traditional, like through paper, could be through faxes. Faxes are very Ooh, common. I don't know about all that, Bobby. <clears throat> we still got faxes coming in? We still have faxes coming because some of our users Girl. for final expense are funeral homes. Guess what funeral homes love? They love their fax machine. So we had to solve for all of those, those types of claim intake type of scenarios. But let's say all the documents come in what we do is we want we want to make it easy for the carrier staff, the claim staff, the ad yeah. adjuster to know what they need to collect. And once the requirements come in, how do we adjudicate the claim? So the decisioning process of, okay, everything looks good. I'm going to approve the claim. If everything doesn't look good, how do I let you know? So we have a built-in correspondence engine. We have a built-in statement engine. Because for your 30, 60, 90 day follow-ups, we want to automate that. We don't want the staff to go in into a word processing, creating those correspondence, right? We want to do that as much as automated as possible. So there's a workflow portion in Benakiva. So we have a claims workbench. We have a way to manage the requirements. We have an adjudication system where they can adjudicate the claim. And then from a payout perspective, we, once again, we want to meet the claimant where they're at. How do you want that payment proceeds, right? Do you want it EFT? Do you, do you want it like a check? But in that scenario, we want to make sure that we are integrated with how the carrier set up. So if the carrier can only do checks, okay, that's the only option. But if they have those flexible options, give the claimant the opportunity and set it up so that the carrier staff is not having to go through the processes. So we wanna make it easy for them to pay the claimant through the choice that they want. So in addition to that, so think about a claim system, we have yeah. to also have the ability to audit the claim. So post audit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a team that's gonna do the auditing side of the house and then how do we make sure that everything in Benikiva can integrate back to your policy admin system? So those are integrations where it automatically does those trigger points. So, so our goal is the claim staff is living and breathing in one place, which is Benikiva. Really, really smart, in my opinion, to take all of that and make it 
obviously you're solving a problem on their end uh, by not having, you know, multiple data entry points and all of that. You've got one place, but it just happens to be Benikiva where you make your living. So it's pretty smart to get them. And now they can't, they get to the point where they can't function without you or they don't want to function without you. Well, we are becoming like their core system, right? Core yeah. team system. That is genius. So talk to me about where that, you know, did that come from a designer's background or like some, you know, engineering people? Or did that come out of the brain of, of Bobby and your husband and your partners? Or where did that, how did that come about? That's That's genius in my opinion. So the claims problem was the problems in the claims area were really pain points experienced by one of our partners, Brent, right? Because he was a financial sure. advisor. He yeah. came with the process. How we build a technology to be flexible and scalable to accommodate those, that's the three of us, right? That's how do we take that idea and yeah. build a product, the tech behind it, that, that we can now scale it to different product lines. So that's the three of us that came in. That's... And I come from a tech background, so sure. it comes from a tech background. Brent is great on the insurance side of the house because he's a non-tech founder, but it works because we play uh, we play with our strengths. We have we what we call internally is lanes. So my lane is product development. I do the delivery side of the house, the customer care side. Yeah. So in plays the the tech, the CTO side, and Brent is more on the sales and finance side. So he's our CEO. So typically, I'm glad you brought that up. Typically, and I tell people this all the time, some of the smartest insurance people in the entire industry are claims people because they got to know the ins and outs of the policy. They got to know policy language, what's covered, what's not. Is that the Brent for you guys? And my second question, would that be, do you, have you and your husband learned a little bit more about the insurance side of that? And I guess another question might be, do you have much questions like that? Do your does the carriers ever come to you or any like end users even like that come to you and ask you type questions like that? Yeah. So when we uh, when we first launched, uh, when we came together, throughout our journey, we've talked to over four hundred. Like I personally talked to over four hundred plus claim staff people. So oh. I understand claims, right? Yeah. Claims. I bet you do. I live and breathe claims, and I think that's what's. What's helped us with product development really is the voice of the customer, which is the claim staff, because oftentimes they're the unheard voices. They're the operations folks. They're always are the back burner in an organization. But if you do that correctly, if you build your foundation right, you will be you you have so much opportunities to elevate your customer experience beyond just thinking this is a claims platform, right? So we actually went from servicing claims back in 2018 when we launched to our carriers drove us to policyholder servicing, which is I want to make a Benny change. Same thing, workflow, caller calls in, how do we make it self-service? So we moved into policyholder services where we want to do, we want to make that easy to do business with. And then our final area is how do we take that claim and integrate new business process into turning that into a new business opportunity at the time of claim? Yeah, that's cool. You guys are really. uh, It's a teamwork, right? It's never never like one person. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm incredibly, incredibly blown away by this. And so uh, I think it's incredible. Um, so talk to me for a minute as we transition a little bit, because um, I could talk about this forever. But um, so as a entrepreneur, as someone who came from that, what are some of the things that you learned early on in starting your own company? And if there's people out right now, whether they're startup scratch agency owner or they're a startup tech owner, or they're starting their, whatever those ideas are, what are some ideas? What are some things you can talk about from that perspective up here? Yeah. Some advice you could give. Yeah. And Benny is like one of my three companies, right? One of my three ventures. And I, a lesson that I learned earlier on is get involved in a startup ecosystem. Because I think once you, you know, I saw one of your videos where you were doing, uh, you know, like you guys were having a meetup. Those meetups are important. That building that community of like-minded entrepreneurs, insurance professionals is very crucial for your success. Yes. So when when I when we did this in Benikiva, right? Benikiva was uh, we came together as a founding team in 2016. We launched in 2018. 2018. That's when I met people like Tony, right? Tony Kanyas, Nick yes. Lamparelli, Abel Travis, and I would. I literally would get immersed in that community to ask them, what events should I go? Who should yeah. I talk to? Even though Tony comes from PNC, I'm on the life side, yeah. right? Totally different lines, but we are part of the same insurance industry, right? So that's the network, like ecosystems, your network is who you are, right? So the, so the more you get immersed, the better you are because you're going to pivot as an entrepreneur, right? You're our MVP of what we started back in 2018 to what it looks like now. It's totally different. It's totally different because of our customers. And the way we got our customers is by attending these insurance events, right? Earlier on, we didn't, you know, we didn't have a big sales force. Brent was sales for us. Right. right? So, so, so that was our big lesson, like good lesson that I would share to everybody, get part, get participative, the second piece is have a team that's diverse, right? So if you come from insurance, find somebody that maybe is not in insurance, right? right? Because one of my biggest mistakes I made earlier on is I hired a very seasoned insurance person to come to the team early on. It was great from an insurance knowledge perspective. Where it hurt us was the legacy thinking that came with it right? Yes. So if we're going to innovate and remove the legacy process, which is legacy thinking, I've got to have fresh eyes, I've got to have fresh perspectives. So on the product side of the house, I always hire people that are in adjacent industries, but they may not be they don't have to be from insurance. And we have been very successful because sure. of that, right? Because of that focus of looking at innovation from from a a healthcare lens, right? From a yeah. different, different lens. And the third piece is making sure that like, as we scale, you yeah. have to delegate, right? You cannot yeah. do everything <laughs> yourself. No. Can't be superhuman and building your core team. That's going to allow them a to grow and b to you to delegate is so important and finding that right set of leaders that you can lead is it's, it's going to be crucially important or else you yeah, cannot scale. 
Yeah. Yeah, that'll preach for sure. <laughs> so I think that's awesome. And I, I think you're dead on. Um, and I think that that's, you know, good advice to have, you know, no matter where you are in your you know career, even if you're in the insurance industry or not, I think you've got to have the right leadership, the right team around you. And I think that's definitely something that is, uh, it's, you know, something that should be preached from the mountaintops for that matter, when it comes to InsurTech or insurance or any kind of business owner. So I appreciate you sharing that. What is, um, what is something else that, you know, you got, you could share uh, about what you guys are doing, maybe what's next, maybe what's some of the things that you've got coming down the pike that uh, I think people would be interested or on the lookout for. And I will say, um, uh, probably a larger percentage of my audience, kind of like Tony Kanyas and I, you talked about a minute ago, are PNC related. So if there is some pivot that way, we'd well, love to hear a bit of that. But anything else that you've got coming down the pike? Yeah, I would say like our next uh, use case that we're exploring is in the PNC lens. And it's yeah. more on a disaster type of claims, right? When, okay, when claims like major is, cat claims? Like when a claims team is hit with, hundred thousand claims. How do you react? How do you, how oh, can you yeah, help from, them through that, through building like our rules engine, having auto adjudication turned on, yeah. right? So they're not, they're servicing the most complex claims and you're helping them, right? They want to do the right thing, but should they be looking at a $5,000 claim or should they be looking at a hundred thousand dollar claim, right? So having that type of structure and helping sure. those processes. So that's an area of interest the second area of interest, which is why this, uh, why when Brent was sharing the use cases really hit home was on group claims, right? The group claims with my disability scenario, lot yeah. of lot of opportunity to, to in, have a carrier really be that hero in the claims journey for that employee, right? Yeah. Whether it's a maternity claim, how cool, you know, we've been talking, I've been talking to a couple of my carrier friends, how cool would it be that we, it's an automatic auto adjudication based on the type of pregnancy I had and I get flowers from a carrier, right? That it's gotta be building about the brand, right? And our yeah. platform can really provide that empathetic hooks, right? You know, we're looking at, you know, partnering with empathy as, as an example of that. How do we start to loop in some of those engagement hooks at the time of claim so the carriers can start to look at themselves, not as just a claim shop or, hey, I'm just paying out of proceeds, but more of an experience. I'm giving a user an experience and this is part of an experience when you do a claim with us, right? Yeah, no, I completely agree. And you, you, you tap into another buzzword we talked about earlier, which is a big thing right now is, you know, customer experience. And it, it's talked about a lot. And uh, the CXP, as they say, glove box, or, you know, some of the other carriers that, you know, brought that up of the customer experience, the customer journey, the adventure, whatever you want to call it, claims is a big part of that. Uh, when you're talking about you know, obviously, you know, your journey from, you know, entry point and buying new business from said carrier or agent is a big deal. But, you know, in the old saying, you know, of I hope you never have to use this, you know, when you get into insurance, you know, but once you do have to use it, you better have a good claims experience. So yes. you guys be able to come in and help that is massive. And I don't know how many times I use that old stupid pale mail and, and stale joke of hope you never have to use this, but here's your insurance policy. You know, I feel dumb now looking back. They use that a lot, but if they do have to use it, 
might as well have a great experience. Yeah. Or else, guess what? Especially in the PNC side, next renewal, I'll be shopping, right? I'm out of here, right? So you, the the piece that you know what we're like, or if you think these busker boards get thrown in the industry, customer experience, customer journey, what we're trying to share with the carriers is build your foundation, have your foundation solid. Then you can really innovate on customer experience. But if you innovate, like it's like the shiny toy scenario, right? Syndrome, shiny object. I get a shiny object. I look this, I look this, but I forget about my core focus. So if you focus on the core, then you can experiment with those shiny AI engines that could automatically do this or an engagement module, but you got to have your foundation, right? You got to have your good process. I completely agree. I completely agree. And as I've looked up and just realized uh, we've been going for like 45 minutes. So <laughs> we can talk about this all day long. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a huge insurance nerd speaking of Tony Kanyas, but um, I am going to have to go pick up my kids from school, but um, I, I I've enjoyed this conversation and I will be completely frank with the audience. Listen, and they know um, the last five or six episodes I have turned into a TikTok fanatic and this is where I met Bobby was seeing some of her videos or she saw some of mine and we just started commenting on each other's stuff because we we're both in insurance. And I'm sure like me, you probably search for insurance content on TikTok. That's what I did. And I found you. And so it's just another example of how that brings us closer together. Now I've got another guest, a new friend, a new you know place to refer business to. I, I love it's it. It's a network just- effect, right? Like once you build your network, no matter where you're at, you know, that that's the, that's the cool part about it. Right. TikTok is, this is a great example. LinkedIn. I get, you know, Facebook, I get, but TikTok and I'm finally connecting with it. It's nuts. So, you know, don't neglect some of those channels. Don't neglect some of those avenues. Uh, I've actually got another guest that's going to be coming on the show that I met through TikTok just because I'm like, dude. So um, I love it. Uh, I love TikTok. Keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I love to see, you know, the videos from you on stage and leading panel discussions, you know, from looking back at 2016 when you started this to now, look at you on stages at the biggest insurance conference in the country, in the world, and you're on stage. I'm so proud of you, my new friend. I think that's awesome. I can't wait to see what's next with Benny Kiva. And uh, I just think it's fantastic. Do me a favor as we wrap up the last minute or two. Tell a little bit about how they can find you um, and uh, what, what the best place to get at you. And again, if there's anything else that we didn't talk about, I'll give you about two or three minutes and then uh, we'll have to shut her down. Yeah, absolutely. So the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn. I'm getting active on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it really is a community, right? When you see more insurance people create content, then you get... Okay, I can I can post a video or two. Yeah, for so, sure. That holds that accountability. But um, uh, our website is benikiva.com, um, and we would love to talk. Uh, I love uh, giving back. So if you're an entrepreneur, or if you want, if you've got an idea that you're wanting to start, the key. My mission is to empower other other leaders and other female leaders that may have an idea and they may be thinking, overthinking, overanalyzing. And 
if, if you've got something that we could help, like I could help, like I want to help. I want to be an advocate for female founders, for minority founders, for any founders, to be honest with you. So I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, and I, I, I'm with you on that and I support you in that journey. And guys really do reach out to her uh, and, you know, find Benny Kiva, find Bobby, and uh, let's uh, make the world a better place through insurance, through claims, through what you guys got going on. I'm very impressed. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out thank with you. us Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, we'll definitely have to do it again, and uh, I'm going to keep following your TikToks. Yes, vice versa. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and Bobby today on the show. I hope the content we brought to you made you a better insurance professional. Remember, go and find her and all my guests. They come on so they can be found, so they can be heard, so they can tell their story. Please connect with them. If you're in the life and health space, the disability space, reach out to Ben Akiva. Also, uh, find Bobby on TikTok and LinkedIn and, uh, Please, 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 please check out all the sponsors. They're here for you. They want to help you grow. They want to help you to improve efficiencies. They want to help you to uh, to solve any kind of issues that you can uh, or they can for you. Reach out to my sponsors. They're your sponsors. They're our sponsors. This is our town. Our town, baby! Yeah. So, Last but not least, if you have an idea for your own show, go to Get Ready, Set Podcast. And uh, they do all the hard stuff. You just get to talk. Ready, Set Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into reality. Thanks again, guys. Look forward to hanging out with you again next week. I love it in the morning. I love it in the morning.